Welcome to Mastering Life's Adventures, an educational podcast about tapping into your true self, the soul, your soul, the substance of your life, to discover what life's ups and downs are really about, and how to have a greater sense of purpose, peace, joy, and fulfillment. I am Dr. Judith Holder, your host, coach psychologist, fellow seeker, who enjoys diving into the connections between spirituality, psychology, wellness, and your everyday life's adventures. All preparing and polishing you like the fastest of magnificent diamond to be your best self. If you're craving more from your life, you are in the right place. Come, let's journey together and transforming what you know into who you really are. Mastering Life's Adventures begins now. Hi, it's good to be back and talking about this whole notion that there are universal laws that transcend man and man's viewpoints. And knowing some of these universal laws are very, very important. And that's what I talked about in the last episode. And one of the things that I was thinking about, you know, in continuation of the laws, um, universal laws, and how they provide order, and they provide uh, our ability to be able to trust this particular order, that we won't have planets colliding into each other, that we will have the seasons, whatever those seasons are in the different plant, uh, places of the earth, one season, two seasons, three seasons, four seasons. We trust you know, that, and it's pretty reliable. If you plant something, it usually grows if it's in good soil. So there's certain laws that exist also in the universe that we trust that will happen, whether we're aware of them or we're not aware of them. And so one of the um, thoughts I had is with this trusting of the laws of the universe, how does that relate to the soul and the soul needs for order and a sense of security in our inner self, as well as in our interactions with others as well. And I was thinking about the Johari window, which I mentioned in several other episodes, but in the Johari window, there is a, a piece that you know and a piece that others know. And there's a piece that you know, but others don't know. And what I want to talk about uh, is a piece that is unknown to you, but may be known to others. But more importantly, the piece that you don't know and others don't know. And that is where the soul comes in. So there may be sometimes you're not even aware of your soul, but others see the soul essence as it was coming through you. Or there are things that are taking place that is a part of your soul's need to have to take place. And you're, you're like dumbfounded. Why did that happen? Because maybe the soul needed that lesson. And, and the grander scheme of things is what the soul works on. And not just the kind of the minute by minute, uh, day by day type of experience. It's looking for a greater sense of expansion um, for its reunification with its source. God source. So in this process of different types of trust that the soul is looking for you to have in this relationship to each other, it's like the trust fall. You remember, or some of you may remember, you know, some of these um, trust building types of activities or the team building activities in which you have a person and you're blindfolded and you fall back and the persons that are behind you are supposed to catch you. And do you trust that they'll catch you or you, you think of no way they're going to be able to catch me? These individuals, I don't think so. So you don't, you don't believe it. So you don't do it. OK, 
Okay. Uh, so, but there is the trust fall in which people do believe and they fall back. They are caught and they feel, wow, that was a great experience. I had to let go of something in order for me to be able to trust that you would be able to truly catch me. And then, you know, the other is the pen, the tail and the donkey that occurred in childhood, uh, what, elementary school in which you were blindfolded and then people were trying to direct you to take that pen and pan, pen it on the tail of the donkey. And the person who was able to do it most accurately got a prize to be able to do that. And, and the teacher would give a prize. And so, but you would have to trust what other people were saying to you and help them to direct you to pen that tail on the donkey. Now, with that being said, these are all forms in which we're trusting other people to be able to direct us in the right way. And so it's somewhat innate that we want to be able to trust. It is an innate desire and wanting to trust others and also to trust ourselves. The soul needs our conscious ability to know that it's when you start getting attuned with your soul, its promptings are trying to say, trust me, we need to go this way. It's like on, on when you're driving. And you have this prompting that says, take this exit. This is the better exit to take. And you say, no, I never take that exit. I'm so used to driving the highway. I'm going to go the highway. Well, you could drive the highway and guess what? You're in traffic and the traffic is horrendous. You don't get to the office until 45 minutes later. And now you're running late and you're frustrated with yourself. But if you trust it, and started to become attuned to what that prompting was. And we start distinguishing our soul's promptings. Then we're now working at a higher level with ourselves because the soul does know more. And the inner self, the wise part of us, knows more than what the human, the ego, as I talked about, the ego persona, is aware of and knows. But our soul can also be like a baby crying, crying for our attention, crying for us to trust it or her. The soul is feminine. The source is that kind of the alpha, the omega, the omega is the soul is an, an, an embodiment, an, an embodying within us. And the alpha is the spirit, the energy, the source. So all of both, and there's a Tai Chi that flows with that source and that flow, you know, with it to make it one and whole and complete. So you're going to hear me say, talk about the soul. And sometimes I will use it in the feminine sense of the omega and what the soul is. So it's like a baby crying, as I was saying. And we need to know what is trying to say to us. But because we've had a, a, a deaf ear, or we've had uh, distractions, or we've had many other activities that are going on that doesn't, and they may be purposeful activities that we need to engage in, but we don't have what I mentioned to you before, stillness or still time. So our, our soul is like in the desert wanting water, wanting you to bring a cup of water and to be recognized. Just as we want to be recognized in the world for the accomplishments that we do or the good deeds that we do, we want other people to recognize us. But have you ever thought? Recognition first begins with us and recognizing this substance of our life, 
this substance, this soul substance that exists within us. And so sometimes Phil may have a hungry cry or an uncomfortable cry, or that it's a wet cry, like a baby, or alarm and startled, or restlessness. These are all emotional states that are going on for our soul that we don't think about. We only think about it for ourselves and our outer self, our ego persona. But our soul, like a baby, can also pout. And like teenagers, young adults, older adults can pout because it's not being heard. It's not being recognized. And what we're on the quest of or the adventures around is how we recognize our soul and how we recognize the voices of our soul and what it needs and what excites our soul, our inner self, brings peace to who we are. So we have to be aware that just as we want to do the trust fall and other people, and we can try to trust other people, we also need to do the trust fall with ourselves and trust the promptings and start to be discerning of what our soul is trying to say to us and how we need to continue to uh, progress, advance through life's adventures. And these adventures are all trying to teach us the language of our soul, and also trying to teach us the power of love, forgiveness, letting go of certain things that may have happened to us. So I'm going to talk about trust in a different way too. And that trust also forms what I would like to call of our ability to know when to trust and when not to trust when to trust and when not to trust. That's what our soul is looking for so that it becomes more discerning. You become more discerning. There's certain things or certain situations that you make sure you're validating that is true. Taking it all in and realizing maybe the assumption that was being made was not the right assumption. So I had a, a situation that happened to me at a, at a, uh, I'll say, a cell phone establishment. I had gotten a new phone, but I had no case. And But the old case, not old, but it was a kind of an older case that I had not used, so it was still new. But I had um, taken my new phone and put it into the uh, old case that I did have, and it fit perfect. And I said, well, this is great. I don't have to get another case. This is all related to trust. So then I, when I put my speaker on, it didn't work. I went to the particular uh, uh, communication store and said, my phone doesn't work. So they took it out of the case and I looked at it and they cleaned it and they tried it again. Um, my sister happened to be with me at the time and I called her phone and it worked. I said, great, thank you so much. What did you do? And he showed me, how, showed me how he did a reset on the phone and so forth. So I said, thank you very much. And so then I went outside the, the brick and mortar building. And I said, let me just call one more time. This is my trusting of my intuition, my soul. So let me just call, call you one more time, talking to my sister. 
So I called her again and she said, I can't hear you. I said, you can't hear me. You heard me in the, in, in the store. Why can't you hear me now? She says, I don't know. She says, but you, I can't hear you. So we went back into the store and we waited for the next available representative to attend to me. And uh, he said, okay, come up, you know, come, come to the, their particular register area. And he says, let me look at your phone again, took it out of the case and says, if you need to clean, we can clean the, the, uh, the areas that allow for you to be clear in speech. He, he, he called my sister again. He says, it's, and she says, yeah, I hear you. It's fine. Oh, I didn't tell you an important part. So the first person, this was the second person who did this. The first person said to me, when he gave me my phone back, you may want to get a, a new case. And I said, oh, why? I like this case because of blah, blah, blah. He goes, well, that's okay. Okay. I'm just, you may want to. I said, okay. So then let's go now, go move forward. And so the second guy who said, yeah, uh, it's working. And my sister said, yeah, it's working. It's fine. He goes, the issue here is your case. He said, what do you mean? He says, the old case that you have was redesigned for this new phone so that where you have the, the ability to do speaker phone as well as for other people to hear you are covered up. So the new design does not have that covered, these particular areas covered in your phone. I said, wow, oh, okay. I said, so why didn't he, I pointed to the guy who was standing, you know, why did he say that? And what did he say? I believe in serving and educating my clients, my customers. He said, my customers in the best way. So I'm going to give you all the information that you need to know about how, what's maybe going on with your phone. I said, wow, okay. Because this the other thing you may do, and instead of getting a whole new case, because your case is perfectly fine, let's just use an X-Acto knife and cut those particular areas out that are hindering you to be heard by speakerphone. I said, wow, thank you so much. I really appreciate what you just shared with me. It even saved me money. Because um, they were saying in this particular uh, brick and mortar, you know, the case would be $39 and higher for me, which is, you know, $39 is not that exorbitant amount. But anything that saves money, we're always like, correct? <laughs> so that saved me money. I said, I'm going to do the exacto knife <laughs> and cut it out. And my sister said, I have an exacto knife. We can do that when we get we get home. And because we were traveling where this brick and mortar place was, we were, we were traveling at the time. And I said, that would be great. So the assumption that I was making, and this is really an assumption, is just that everyone gives the best service. And we know that's not necessarily the right, right assumption because people, some people get better service than others. But this also relates to the soul and the sacred labor, labor of the soul. So we're always all talking about the soul and the sacred labor of the soul. And the soul wants to whatever we do, we do it our best. 
And this relates to being your best in the evolutionary, in the soul evolution. So the first person that assisted me did a job. And maybe it was a good, you know, he gave me some additional information and that was good. But the second one was being at his best, doing his best to give the highest and the most information. And sometimes what we're realizing is, is that a person gives you information that you also verify. So you trust and you verify the information. That's what the soul wants you to do. Trust what they're saying, verify it and see if it works or not. And that's what I want you to do with anything that we're talking about, you know, verify it and see. So with that, it was a great experience around the, I could have asked an additional question. So what do you mean by I should be getting a new case? Because I was focused more on, I like my case. <laughs> I want to keep it. And if I asked maybe that question to get a better clarity of what he meant by it, because I was focused on what I wanted, basically, he may have shared that with me, but it would additional effort I would have needed. This particular second guy automatically gave me the information because he said, it is my desire to give my customers the best service. And that reminded me of my mother's statement that we were raised with. Good, better, best. The good get better, and but the better get best. And that's what we want to do. Move from better to best, not good, but better to best. And be at our best self as often as we can, joyfully harmoniously and happy to be our best because that allows our soul to shine. So the ways of the soul are not necessarily the ways of the world. And the ways of the world are more focused on materialistic and one of materialistic types of things and fulfilling certain desires, human desires. And some of that is fine. But the ways of the soul is for infinity, for divinity, wanting to be able to continue to be garnered and, uh, and build the ties to its soul source, the God presence, the I am, the Atman. So we, we talked a little bit about, it seems like you know, this whole notion about um, cosmic law and the Jahari window and um, the needs of the soul and, and no one being aware that the soul, um, like a, a baby cries. But, and as we're talking about the assumptions that sometimes that are made, that may be flawed assumptions that we think are, are based on, you know, that are faith-based, but we also have to confirm to see and ask more questions to see if is these particular things that we have faith around that everyone's going to give us great service are accurate because what the person gave was good service but was it great service 
And maybe I wouldn't have needed great service at that time, but I did need great service because I needed the extra information to help me to understand why my case did not, was not the appropriate case as it existed. Modified now, it's fine. So I hope that makes sense. Please feel free to ask questions about it. Uh, what are your thoughts? Take care. Thank you for joining me for this episode on Mastering Life's Adventures, being your best self through soul evolution. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I would be delighted if you would share this episode with others. Leave a thumbs up and subscribe to my Mastering Life's Adventures podcast. Look forward to your joining the next episode. Please leave any comments or suggestions you might have below. Bye for now.